the way we going. This is how we going this week. Shout out to my nigga Blizzy Boy. He going to be on the podcast next week. This week, we got a special guest, Dan Lust of the Conduct Detrimental Podcast. He's come and explain the Deshaun Watson situation, the Vince McMahon situation, and uh, everything with Alvin Kamara. So for you sports fans, I got y'all a little interview that we're going to play towards the end of the show. So be on the lookout for that. But shout out to my guy, Blizzy Boy. He coming on the pod next week. We couldn't make it this week, but he going to be on next week. And this, with, this is one of my favorite songs. I listen to this song all day. Shout out to Blizzy. 41. Best podcast on the motherfucking planet. Tell your mama, don't tell me. Let's vibe. When I walk up in Sass, they say nice to meet you Girl, you're so bad, I can't wait to eat you She in my bed, she want me like Lisa I got a drip, I pull my leader She let me fly because I'm a water Me rats on me, I'm pussy, you got him Nigga want smoke, he run up, I shot him Reef for a train, the nigga smart On a late night, late night Shawty wanna slide through, tight pie Nigga playing shy skate, oh no Hope you had a nice sleep on the floor when I walk up in Sags, they say nice to meet you All they blew on me, I feel like Vegeta Know what I'm saying, I feel like Vegeta She out the shroom, she say Mamma Mia Yo bitch, I eat it, don't wanna see her Blow on my line, don't want me to leave her Say she in love, but I don't believe her Better in Sags, you know I leave her late night, late night I was down by Bayside, had a great time No, I got that blinkies with me 41, but I told that 50, get me Yeah, all that yeah. Best pod in the motherfucking planet. Put your hands up. My transitions are dumb today. Y'all don't know. You want to know a secret? Know. I'm not from this earth. I'm not. Uh, you want to know a secret? I'm not from this earth. Earth. I never had a birth. Yeah. Fell in love with a perk. What? I used to eat dirt. Yeah. yeah. Now it's veal on my shirt. Hey. Put a Glock in my purse. Uh, huh? Put a Glock oh. in my purse. Mm. Put a Glock in my purse. Put a Glock in my purse. Put a Glock in my purse. No, this is not a purse. How the fuck is a purse? Ain't no lip gloss in it. Only lean penicillin'. All my niggas they dealin'. Bought a Rari, no ceilings. And I know about the killings. But don't talk about the killings. The best rapper from Philly. Run the game, no Achilles. I ain't like TLC. But was in love with Chili. Now she wanna be with me. Cause I got all the millies Skate through these hoes in my sneaks yeah. Like I'm rocking some heelys If you got beef on with me beef. Better make you some chili yeah, I got too much on me Can't And in my pockets the Glock in my brief Glock in my brief Put the Glock in my bag, got a Kelly on me Got a Kelly on me Ooh, I got a Birkin I got a Birkin Bitch Ooh, I got a Birkin I got a Birkin Pick it back up, bitch Pick it back Ooh, up, yeah, bitch, pick it back up Ay. Ay. Put a Glock in my purse. Put a Glock in my purse. Yeah. Put a Glock in my purse. Huh? No, this is not a purse. Yeah. How the fuck is a purse? How? Ain't no lip gloss in it. Nah. Only lean penicillin. Yeah. Hey. All my niggas they dealing. Hey, this one for yeah. you ladies out there. Put your hands up. Make up your mind, baby. Body on my wrist, saying I ain't got time, baby. Got shine, baby. Uh. I know they wishing they was one of us Cause we living in the lap of love yeah. Stepping honeys in the truck, got them lapping up right. I know I got my money right, so I'm acting up yeah. what? I know they wishing they was one of us right. Cause we living in the lap of love Stepping honeys in the truck, got them lapping up yeah. I know I talk a lot of shit cause I can back it up, nigga, what? Bitch down the boss like Hugo Pockets for the blue nose, walking 
thuggin' in the street, loophole Realest nigga that you know Known around my city like that nigga Pumo Catch me in Boca Katrina, eatin' all the Pluto She need a nigga who gon' keep it low, won't let the crew know Venus is Sagittarius, but I took her to Pluto I got a gold soul, not that I could Puko She throw it, I'ma knock it out the park like I was Pujo Good fella, rockin' the sky dweller Got street dreams of being richer than a Rockefeller I sell it, it's whatever We can catch planes to dodge the bad weather Alcantara swarf in the Porsche until you feel the sleather in the rain Rover, kinda on the river for the quick changeover Got an AM and a PM with Only alias son behind these who you seeing with Any rumors you heard about them, you should believe this shit I pull up in the cleanest whip Nike SBs in coordination with the GC3 Prezi on the wrist, look crisp, matching the season piece Face call, way too legit, don't even need ID Basketball vibes on my dick, I give them tenacious D From BK to the Bay, we run them numbers up About to lap you niggas again, they running out of love Been up on top of my game, niggas can't stun on us Me and June, one in the same, fucking the summers up I know they wishing they was one of us Cause we living in the lap of love Stepping honeys in the truck, got them lapping up I know I got my money right, so I'm acting up What? I know they wishing they was one of us Cause we living in a lap of lust Stepping honeys in the truck, got them lapping up I know I talk a lot of shit cause I can back it up Nigga, this thing go insane, nigga, kill mode Pyrex in the kitchen working too One time for the one time Two times for the two times This the best podcast on the motherfucking planet One time for the one time Tell City boy, city boy Yes, sir. I'm not even a city boy, but I'm playing with the city boy. We out here. This is Bros Who Think Podcast, episode 234. Oh, 244. Excuse me. I'm your host, Mr. Lennon Burton, a.k.a. Youngboy D-Wits, a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. Beard Gang is in the motherfucking building. And I'm joined by my fellas, Mr. Jazz and Lil Reg. I'm going to start off with Jazz. Jazz, how you doing this week, brother? Man, I'm good, man. Passed all my classes. Hell yeah. Round of applause. I'm going to put that in the post. Fuck yeah. Nigga passed. Now we chilling for the summer. You back to D&D now? God. Hey, man. Hey, you got to come hop in. Low key. Low key. I got to figure out how it works. But (laughs) I'm more free. No, okay, so, okay. So my man, hell yeah. So glad to hear that you passed all your classes. How you doing, little Reg? Been doing good. I actually recently been in a writing frenzy. Wrote a couple poems, starting a novel now. Okay. Have a little writing bug. Hell yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I need to send you the yeah. script so you could go over a couple touches. Because I didn't uh, change some uh, stuff. I didn't change some stuff. I didn't like the uh, ending. Well, no, because it was a little bit like Pineapple Express. But yeah, know. no, no, I changed the ending. We we got it. So we're gonna figure. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get to that. But glad you're doing well. Hell yeah, for everybody listening, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining the show. Again, the Dan Lust interview is at the end of the pod, so if you're coming from Conduct Detrimental, thank you for coming. Check it out. It's at the end, but stick around. Enjoy us, because I am guarantee you're going to laugh. You might get upset with us. You might agree with us, whatever it may be. Enjoy the ride, but I'm telling you, the Dan Lust interview is at the end. We got to start off serious, because we didn't talk about it last week, and I'm extremely upset about this and uh, we just have to talk about it. That's just the case in point. I said that we would never not talk about things and I, I literally just forgot last week. So I want to say rest in peace to um to Raymond Chalcyon, Chalcyon or Raymond Calcyon from the Bronx, an 18 year old who was playing with a toy water gun, mm. spraying people with water when the NYPD shot and killed him. The man lost his life 
for behind a toy water gun. That should never happen. And it just goes to show why everything that's going on with the police system right now is just wrong. Like, if you're okay, if you say, oh, you've all the 400 cops, they didn't want to go and shoot someone who was killing children, killing teachers, but they can kill someone for a fake toy gun. Like, what are we talking about, bro? What are we, what are we, what are we even fucking discussing? It's disgusting. It's nasty. And I just fucking can't stand it. Jazz, you brought it up to me. I didn't even know this was a thing. And you brought it in our discord. And which, how are you feeling about this? It, it, it's, it's one of those things to where like, you know, I've always had this notion of like cops, like me personally, like while I've never had any negative run in with cops, like I, I, you know, like you see it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to be honest, cops, it's kind of just like, if they're not being held to the standard to uphold justice under the people who pay them, Thanks. then their next objective is to literally oppress the people that they're supposed to protect because like, there's no, and like, mind you, they banned this. They banned this like water After. gun too, yeah. and it, and which doesn't make is, which, which doesn't make sense. It's like, just so they wouldn't be in the wrong. I'm gonna put a picture of the water gun in the video for the YouTubers. But basically, it's this. Like, it's I'm not gonna even post the bad one. I'm gonna post the one that it is. The gun is orange and white. That does not look like a real gun. Like, I'm sorry, it's not black. They had this one colored with beads on top that you can see like this is just a, a poor excuse for what you did the cop needs to lose his job he needs to go to jail i'm sorry you, you can't right. be making these types of mistakes you this mom does not get to have her kid come home to her because you decided that you were pussy and i'm gonna say it and i'm sorry if it's, people are offended but enough is enough i'm sorry that you were pussy and scared of a BB water gun that is orange and white. There's not a single bullet gun on this planet that is orange and white. And you killed him in broad daylight. It's a damn shame. Lil Ranch, how you feeling about this? Because I know you get heated about this type of stuff. Yeah, no, you already know for me is fuck the cops, no matter what it is. But like, honestly, you become so numb to it where you're just like, damn. It happens it's, again. And so, it's a shame because people aren't even because, outraged because about innocent it. lives are like yep. being taken, you know, but it's become to the point where it's like, wow, it's just another statistic. And but no, for me, like I'm like completely outraged because the fact of the matter is like, look, we have all been at an age where we play with a water gun and we know right. damn well we're not killing nobody with that shit. Mm-hmm. And for an officer who's supposed to be trained for these high stress situations, sees a kid with a water gun and instantly is like, Unload oh, the shoot him. That's yeah, fucked like, up. Like, right. what? And then it's, again, it's orange mm-hmm. and white. I'm going to keep saying that. Like, if you're in a situation, I, I can see, oh, hey, that's orange and white. That's not a real gun. Use fucking common sense. Use your eyes, but it's fear. It's fear of, it of black people. It's fear of people of color. And it's ridiculous. That's what it is. It, but but a white kid who can have a gun and an killing, actual gun, and shoot an actual gun and shooting up a bunch of people. Oh, we just going to watch. We just going to watch. We just going to chill. We're going to be on our phone. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Because we didn't talk about the Uvalde situation. And I feel so bad for the for the cop whose wife was texting him, telling him he got shot and his police officers were holding him back, not allowing him to go help his wife. That man probably blames himself for his wife's death. Two 
thousand percent. It's wrong. He shouldn't blame himself. It's the fucking cops who didn't want to go help those children and those teachers. But we could do we could do that. But we're going to kill a kid for a water gun. Makes no fucking sense. All those cops in Uvalde need to be fired. All of them. Every last one. Honestly, like, I don't know how those kids, because I know it's like August is around the corner. I don't know how those kids are going to go back to school. Like, imagine, like, like, coming from that, and now you have to go back into the same classroom. Because that was, that was literally, like, at the end of school, At the end of, it was the last day of school. So it's like, yeah. We're already, we're already past summer. That's fucking crazy, bro. That's also crazy how we're already, like, past summer. Like, those kids, like, like you said, those kids have to go back there. They're going to be traumatized. Exactly. I wouldn't wouldn't send my kids to that school. I just wouldn't. I, I think, like, most of those people would have to leave that town. And see, the thing is, some yeah. people, some, some people, people can't, can't leave. Yeah, they, they, they aren't, they don't have the money to leave, so they have to stick it through and deal with the trauma. That, that city needs, would to, just provide, some type they of need to provide therapy for all them kids. Like, that should be oh, government yeah, no. mandated. Yeah, no, definitely, for sure. But I would just always feel some type of way if I'm just, like, living on the street and just a cop drives by me, like, the Uvalde police. I'd be like, I could never trust them. Yeah, day. I could never trust them because you let multiple people in my life die. You let my friends die. You let my teachers die. You didn't do anything. Ima- like, how can those cops show their face in town? Like, that feel like and they would have thing, to- It's such a small town where it's, like, everyone mm-hmm. knows everyone. So. Yep, yeah. exactly. Like, that, and it's fucked. It's like, you knew my mom let you let her die. You knew my child. You let him die. There was 400 of you in one of him. And y'all had body armor. Y'all had Kevlar. Y'all had shields. You telling me y'all all all couldn't rush this nigga? uh, Also, like, like, in small towns, like, the law, like, cops in smaller towns usually have more power to, like, overstep. In cities, Mm -hmm. they have to be, like, very restricted. But, like, in, like, an old western town, like, usually those cops would just walk up in there and shoot, shoot the kid. But now they're showing restraint. And then that's Texas, where they're known Texas, to shoot. Like, they're known to shoot people. Shoot and first, then ask questions even, later. And then, like, not even Plus that. Paperwork. They still had the, uh, they still had the NRA convention, too. Yep. Yeah. After that. Like, so it's like. It's ridiculous. Well, that's because they, they want to profit, seems... profit off the people's fear. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So they can't trust cops. Oh, they're going to buy a gun. By their own guns. Yep. And it's just creating more problems. This it's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. But again, prayers to Raymond's family, man. Prayers to his mom, to his to his uh, sisters, brothers, father, aunt, grandma, all his loved prayers ones, his family. friends, to the family, yeah. everyone affected by that death. Because that child shouldn't have lost his life. 18 years old. He, he was just starting. He was just about to eat. He just put his feet on the ground. His feet was in the air. It was on the ground. He was about to touch the road. And like, prayers for him, man. That shit is unacceptable and it's ridiculous. And those cops need to lose their fucking job. Now, that's the serious portion of the show. I'm going I'm to do a moment of silence for, for people who lost their lives. And then we're going to get to the jokes. Prayers to everyone involved. Again, I had to, I had to do a moment of silence because now we're going to get to the jokes. Uh, Look. You fucking Kanye West fans are fucking the worst. You niggas had the nerve to boo Kid Cudi and then throw water bottles at him because Kanye didn't perform? That's some selfish. That's some fucking. That's that's evil. That's evil. That's some fucking. What's the word? That's um. There's a word for entitled. That's some entitled shit. shit. And then 
Kanye is an evil nigga. Got the nerve to go out there and Lil Durk said. But some people are saying that's fake Kanye, saying that wasn't real Kanye. It could but, be fake Kanye. I thought that was real Kanye because he played Father Stretch My Hands. That seemed calculated. That was some Drake shit. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, damn. You, it's like, I don't know, bro. Like, Kanye being petty is kind of just like, I believe that, like, you know, <laughs> like, you, should, you shouldn't be that old, like, yeah. beefing like that. Because I feel... Cause I, yeah, like, bro, like, you got... ARP checks. Stop. Like, yeah, cut like, that yeah, shit like, out. <laughs> you got kids, like... Oh, come on, man! You can't put that behind you. You're supposed to be a good influence for the for the for the it's youth. Like, it, it's like it's like he can't say it's like you know we can't say that like, and this is gonna sound this is gonna sound messed up. It's like we can't say that like Kim K is putting on like a bad display for her kids. And Kanye goes back in this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it, it. It's like if he's he like, just as bad I don't want my like, kids around that. Mm-hmm. Like how you gonna do that? You should, you should act. You know what I'm saying? Like I, yep. Kim Kim changed her whole life. She's a lawyer now. Kim Kim is now a mom. And well, look, she's she passed law school. She' about to be a lawyer. She does legal stuff. You know she passed law school. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. She, you, went, she went through a different process, but okay, I respect it. Exactly. Like it's not my fault. You you ain't go. You ain't going through that process. You going the natural way. Not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the regular way, <laughs> not the my more fault. Dead way. Don't, don't the more be dead don't way. be don't be upset at Kim K because she could oh, she no, could no, cause through some not, hoops. I'm not salty. I'm not salty. I'm just <laughs> fuck Pete Davidson. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's what's fair. That's fair. But I'm just. But again, like like Jazz said, he, that's a great point. You can't say this shit about oh, you don't want your kids around this. You don't want your kids around that. When you're the bad example for your kids. Yeah, just just hypocrisy at its finest. But also, like Kid Cudi is the most like meek, gentle person. He's not like the brash, arrogant asshole. Where like, look, if it was Machine Gun Kelly or if it was one of those boys I met, I could understand throwing shit at him. But like Kid Cudi has never done he shit. Deserved, and he begged him. He was like, "Please don't throw like, nothing please, at me. Please stop. Please throwing stop." Shit at me. And, and like yeah. that. That and it, it. Y'all know I've say I say this all the time. Artists are their most, and Jazz can attest to this. Most vulnerable Artists, on stage. Exactly. They're their most vulnerable on stage because they're giving you their art. Like, if you're an actor in theater, if you're an athlete, if you are a, any person who does a public performance for people to right. watch, that's when they're the most vulnerable, and that's not fair of you to do that to someone. Like, th- what if that was a metal bottle and it breaks on his fucking head? You could yeah. go to fucking jail. Like, think about that. You could have seriously hurt that man. Or like the baby, he just shoot your ass. <laughs> then it's different. But then the but but that's self defense. That's self defense. Oh, that's that's up. Look, honestly, Ed Adifice is self defense. <laughs> like, and they can't it, say nothing. Yeah. Looking like Astroworld on purpose. Yep. <laughs> you wrong. But also, like, I feel I feel like it's not like me. Like, I mean, like, I didn't really get to see the people who were doing it. Like, I just kind of saw it happen mm-hmm. to Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know, I feel like. It's the I feel like we've come to an age to where it's like, you know, we see celebrities so much and we feel like we feel, we feel like we know them and we're friends with them. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like people feel like, oh well, if I feel this violet kid cuddy since he came out and not kind, maybe I'll get brownie points. Like, no, you just look stupid. You literally <laughs> just like like there, there's literally so many, like there's so many people around you 
and you decide to do that because I know they have the video of the guy who like the last yeah. water bottle after yep. he told him not to. And like mm-hmm. people were people were literally like booing him and they had to like, you know, point him out and shit. And it's like yeah. and it's like but then you also have to realize that like most of those kids, most of those people that are going to Rolling Loud are kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the bad shit. And in, in like for vid- people who are like when little baby's uh security guard hit him with the Roman Reigns spear, hit him with the Ray Lewis, I'm going to throw your ass out of here. Like, niggas like, oh, that was overreaction. Well, no! Yo, no. look at what these people are doing. Like, I'm not... I Look, I don't blame security anytime they want to throw hands at some of these dumb motherfuckers because that's the only way they're going to learn. No, also, like, a lot of people don't realize these artists don't owe you shit. Half not the time. a day. De- not like, a they don't damn... Owe you- like they're like, like oh they why don't... is he performing this song nigga fuck you yeah Dog exactly a... like all they owe you is a good performance they don't owe you your favorite song they don't owe you uh this also, album at the end of the day you paid nigga so that's it they didn't make their money yeah mm-hmm. like take the performance or go watch something else or go Exactly. No, you got Spotify for a reason. Go listen to it in your fucking headphones for Enti- four ninety nine a month. Entitlement. Exactly. That goes back to entitlement. Like, if you want to see, I, and I always say this, festivals aren't the place to go see your favorite artists. Festivals nah. are places to go party. Yeah. Like tours. If you, tours is where you exactly. Like, if you want to see yeah. your artists perform your favorite songs, actually go watch their fucking tour. Like, yeah. actually go see the show that they prepared for you. If you want to see Kanye, go watch Kanye on tour. Don't go to a fucking festival. People just like the festivals because it's like you can get all your a conglomeration of your favorite artists. It's, and you together. can party, right. essentially. Yeah, and they're it's like... like oh, it's, they're like, oh, it's the bang for the buck. I can hear all these artists. But the thing is, that's you just getting a playlist. Like, yeah, that's what just, festivals are. Mm-hmm. Festivals are just you're getting a random playlist. <laughs> exactly, bro. It, like, I, I did the festival thing. I went to ACL when Drake bought out J. Cole. Like, all he played was 10 songs, and Drake plays... I done been to a Drake concert where he plays 40 songs. He played 10 of the songs... He played 10 old songs and 10 new songs, and J. Cole had two in the middle, and that's was it. And niggas was complaining after, and I was like, what did y'all expect? This is... Yeah, this like, album's yeah. tour. It's a festival. He doesn't have two hours. He has literally an hour max, and that's Drake. Everybody else has forty-five to thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah it's it's like it's it's like, like you said, it's like for festivals. Even though like festivals, they primarily used to be like an EDM thing. Mm-hmm. So like when when you kind of like put when you kind of bring like you primarily hip hop into that genre, it's like it, it's such a big conglomerate of people yeah. that. Like you literally, like most people would be like, "Oh, like why is he playing this song yeah. that's like popular?" Well, everybody knows that song, and it's like, okay, like if you don't like that song, yeah, that's you. But there's like, like there are like hundred thousand people like here, five thousand yeah. other motherfuckers. Like you see, that that's why like it, know it works. the song. You know what I'm saying? And that's why like it works better with EDM because like if you go to Europe and go to like those festivals like Tomorrowland and shit. People are mm-hmm. mostly there, those festivals, for the vibe of the house music being played. Right. And those yeah, DJs are not, singing fucked and up. Those DJs are, yeah, and DJs <laughs> are sitting behind, like, tables and tables of shit where, like, they're not getting, like, thrown at because they're right next to fans. Right, because yeah. so, like, it's supposed to be, a, yeah. it's, you know, like, you're supposed to just dance and shit. 
Exactly. Yeah, like, you know you're not supposed to worry about what's coming on. You're not supposed to worry about what song's coming yeah, on. You're, you're you on. You gotta get your phone uh, out to take the video. You're on like a wide away of drugs. You're either on ecstasy, yeah. Molly, Shroom. You're not sober European festival goers. No. I mean, look. <laughs> no. <laughs> I should, I'm going to be honest. I, 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 I couldn't see someone going to a festival and not either A, getting drunk, B, getting high on weed. Or doing one of the, the extracurricular activities. I could not go to a festival sober. I, I, I went to a festival. <laughs> in, I went to a festival and smoked a blunt and wanted to leave. I had anxiety. I was like, "There's too many people here. I cannot just be high for this." And He's me and Chris was, me and was like, "We out of here." We literally went to see Post Malone. That's it, and then we left. Why like, are you it was, going to a post? It was free. Malone? It was free. We got oh, free. Okay. It was oh, free. Well, okay. We got that's, we got free. Exactly. We got we got free voodoo tickets, and there was literally all the rap was the day Hold before. Who was that? Whenever Post Malone performed, and then he went I to New Orleans. He went to New Orleans after. <laughs> uh, that would have been funny. He went to <laughs> New Orleans wow. after and uh, played at a bar. And see, that's a perfect example. His voice was fucked up. And niggas was like booing and shit. And I have no problem with booing, but nobody threw anything on. And then he was like, y'all know what? I fucked up. I'm going to Bourbon Street. Y'all come party with me. And he partied with a shit ton of people. That's, see, if you do right by people, people do right by you. You don't know what Kid Cudi would have did. Y'all don't know what he would have did. But now he doesn't want to come back to the city. Post Malone doesn't even owe them that. Going to the market. Bro, at the end of the day, this is his fucking music. Like, you are just a listener. Yeah, Again, nope. you don't have to click on and listen to that. You, you right. just choose to because he makes good art. You absolutely it's like, right. It's, it's like when it, it's like you know providing. It's like you know the artists are providing service. It's like the same way. It's like the same way like people treat because like I view people who treat like waiters and waitresses a as, certain way. Yeah, like man. I view, that's a big that's a big way of you as like a person. You know what I'm saying? Like because some people they just shit on like waiters and no reasons and like yeah. you know i understand yeah like i understand sometimes people have bad days like i got a lot of friends who are waiters and waitresses so i like to give like them a little leeway and stuff mm-hmm. but like bro like the way i see people just like, treat them it's like i can yeah. tell a lot about a person from how I, they do, I have like, grown people in the service industry i've grown so much because you're absolutely right my thing i it, it took me a while to learn that like if your food's messed up that's not the waiter's fault that's the kitchen's fault so just call the manager it makes no sense to just fuss and bitch at the waiter because they can't do anything about it yeah and and some people take that to another level like you said and they disrespect them again entitlement so kid cuddy fan kid cuddy i'm sorry that happened to you kanye fans grow up that's why drake beat y'all in the beef you salty niggas Drake beat Kanye, man. What you talking about? What you talking about? That, he won. He did. I mean, but at the end of the day, Kanye makes better music. I don't know about that. Not now. Not now. Okay, not now. But if not we go now. over, no, no. Not total now. Discog, total I mean, discog. I mean, I mean. Look, look. Total Discog. We'll do this one day. Today is not the day. Kanye yeah, has. Kanye has. I can argue. I can. I can say has the best overall album, but. I prefer Drake's catalog because because and let me tell you why I cannot believe the man that wrote college dropout is that he he is totally different and it has contradicted everything he said in his three amazing albums. So that shit was fake. I can't buy it. Drake still the best fake. I think it's just uh, someone who is not growth. It's not growth. It's, regression. Again, it's, again, regression. Okay. it's not growth. Well, look, the thing is, this: the future doesn't always mean growth. Have you not seen any dystopian yeah. movie? They I mean, that's fair. That's, 
That's fair. And, and, and I'm saying you moving backwards makes me look at those but projects in is, a different light. We shouldn't think about it in direction of backwards or forwards. It's still moving forward. It's just not what you expect. A regression. I'm saying it's a regression. It's not a regression. It, it is. Because you're still moving forward. It's not a regression. But okay, well, okay, it got bad. It's just bad. You move forward, no, but it's bad. So you just don't like it. No, 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 it's bad. I'm I still that. think Donda's good. I think Donda's a good album. That's that's fair. That's your opinion. But I, I'm telling you, opinion. I think I think then don't, then his, don't say it's objectively bad. I, I, I think it, it's in my opinion, I, if I can't say it's a regression, in my opinion, okay. then I'm gonna say okay. it's, it's bad. In bad. my opinion, in your opinion, that's for sure, right. for sure. Sorry, sorry. No, so that's all I'm saying. Look at him, Kanye <laughs> stand defending ass nigga. He probably throw water bottles at Kid Cudi himself. Look at this guy. I was not. I like Kid Cudi. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I would not. but. Let's get to Jazz's music corner. Jazz, Joey dropped the f- look. I got to give it to Joey. I was be- very like, nigga, why are you coming out five years after the fact? You haven't dropped a good album in forever. And I look, I was a Joey Badass fan since 1999. I love Summer Nights. I thought Before the Money is gas. Didn't like All American Badass. Was very torn. When I heard this, when he didn't want to drop with Drake, I thought, oh, he's scary. Album not good. But now I see the album was really good. and He wanted all eyes on it. 2000, yeah. I, I thought after five years, what a way to come back. I listened to this album to the point where I was just listening to it front to back and then restarted. That's how much I really liked it. It's a true hip hop album. If you're a mumble rap fan, if you're a fan of SoundCloud rap, if you're a fan of Uzi and, and, and melodic rap, this isn't the album for you. But if you're a fan of lyricism and classic boom bap beats and sampled beats and, and, and rapping over sampled beats, then this is the album for you. This is Static Selector is all throughout this album. Yeah, this is a... Uh, yeah, I really do. I really do enjoy Static Selector. He's probably like one of my favorite producers. I'd say top 10. He especially like with a lot of the stuff that he's done. Um, my experience with this album was I was listening to it uh, top to bottom, like trying to finish a paper. And I found myself like kind of just like stopping and kind of uh, absorbing what he was saying, like how he was saying. But I do get why it took, I like, so I think he didn't drop when Drake dropped because like you said, he wanted all eyes on him. But and the samples though, he hasn't like you said. <laughs> because yeah, that's what I'm like, because I'm like, damn, it's like most of the samples are, he probably, probably they're huge. Yeah, it's cleared, big samples. So. Like if it wasn't for Diddy, I don't know if he was getting some of this shit cleared. Uh, and producers, you got Diddy as an executive producer. You got Eric, the architect. At, uh, you have, um, what's what's my man's name? What's uh Kirk Knight? You got Kirk Static Knight, Selector. Yeah. You got Chuck Strangers. You got Dope Boy Music. You got Cardiac. Mike Will made it. Um, Bebearded. You got uh and a and a bunch of other niggas that I don't really know, like Mar Marviano Beats. But I think what Joey did with this was brilliant. It was classic New York hip hop. I thought he I thought he even threw a little not a Drake diss, but it was more so. Who's the best MCs? Joey Kendrick and Cole. I thought I, I like shit like that. Him, he putting himself there, saying like, "I'm the best rapper right now." Niggas don't rap. I and I'm gonna keep it a beat. Yeah, right. This album puts Joey back in the conversation of one of the best lyricists. And this is in terms of classic hip hop is going is gonna be an uh, the album of the year conversation. 
Because I don't think there's oh, a yeah, bad song sure. on the album. Yeah, it, it's 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 a it's a very cohesive project. Very Me much so. personally, I'm 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 more so like I'm okay if artists take time. Like I'm cool. Like as long as you give me a cohesive project, that's all I care about. If you give me like projects every year and I'm not seeing like any cohesiveness, I'll be like, like a break. less. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll just be like, do like do your thing, get in the lab, do what you do what you gotta do. But like I'm I'm completely I'm complete I I like this album. I, like, I do yeah, too. I like this, I like this album. I like this album a lot. So shout out to Joey Badass. Great album. Now, uh, something that I want to talk on, because now we're going to get into some things around music that's crazy right now. Uh, Mario did a song with Trey Songs post verses, and he got a lot of flack. And then Neo went on a podcast with uh, one with Mandy from Horrible Decisions. They were talking about it. And she was like, why don't you condemn him? This, that, and the third. Would you work with someone like Tory Lane? He's like, first off, the man didn't get convicted yet. Like, he didn't get convicted, so why are we judging him in the court of opinion yet? But also, it's my job when I make music to, A, judge them on a personal level, and B, if the crime is not some R. Kelly shit or some shit that's crazy outlandish, then it's it's based on personal interactions because if we don't work with Tory, then how am I going to work with insert rapper who beat wife that niggas don't talk about or rapper who stole or rapper who killed or rapper like it becomes very convoluted because look at and and i'm gonna get to this when we talk about trap lord russ like i didn't realize how much king von is a murderer and niggas is jamming that shit no king von is a was a murderer was a demon like King Von is like the, grim, like, the grim Reaper of uh, Chicago. I watched every Trap Lord Russ video <laughs> on these gang niggas, and I, bro, I feel very on like he was it, on a deep. Why do you feel unsafe, <laughs> bro? And not that I feel unsafe, I just feel very conflicted about rap in the youth department, where it's like. Niggas, niggas in my era, niggas before wasn't going on tracks calling out ops and saying dead niggas name. Like it went from I didn't I knew about the Tuka shit, but it went past that. It's it, when, when you watch the Jacksonville story on on mm-hmm. uh yep. on Young and Ace yeah. and, and Bibby, yeah. uh, who yeah. got smoke, Lil Reese. Bibby, who I, got smoke, Tiki, who Tiki. got smoke, Lil Don. I when I first heard that, I thought it was a joke. I didn't realize nah, it was that's, that's actual murder. I didn't realize it was that serious. And then the next one, Cor- uh, where Corbin, like that's crazy. Corbin <laughs> got kidnapped. And they tore all his skin and organs off his body and hit him. That's fucking crazy. That's wild. Like, I can't fuck with that. And like, well, I mean, would you rather than be fake gangster? Look, uh, I I, I can't. Look, look, I'm going to say this. And I'm they're rapping this. about their actual experiences. They're rapping about their actual experience about killing niggas at the same time. Like, stop well, killing man, niggas. Again, that's reality, motherfucker. Okay, well, I'm, that's fair. That's fair. But I'm just saying, if if that's look, the case, we don't, no, no. Let me let me finish. I'm just saying, and I know you're not. I'm just saying yeah. to Neo's point, we're gonna get mad at Mario for doing a song with with Tory Lanes, who hasn't been convicted of this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know the story, but yet we're okay with. People doing songs with King Von who killed mothers and children. And I feel, I feel like that shit is like, like 
people pick and choose exactly choose like what they think is bad and like what they think that's what i'm getting at jazz 100 because you know what i'm saying tory lane like anti-woman or like i'm so sorry for cutting you off too jazz no 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 no. like you're perfectly fine go ahead no so i'm saying like they pick and choose in the sense where it's like since it's tory lanes and megan the stallion if you take one side, you're going to be considered either an anti-feminist or you just don't fuck with Tory Lanez at that point. Or you don't care about doing due yeah. process. Like, yeah. the, but but then at the same time, it's like, okay, cool. But we over here bumping, like there's moms who are crying because they got their son Bibby naming a song in the whole world scene because he they shot him. Like, that's yeah. crazy shit. Now, now, but what you right. were saying, Jazz? Back yeah. to what you were saying. No, I mean, like, I, I don't, I think it all stems from, like, this persona people want to keep up of, like, oh, like, I'm on the moral high ground, or, like, oh, like, I'm much better than you. The fake it's wokeness, like, okay, yeah. First of all, yeah, because, like, first of all, number one, you're not in these situations. So for people to, like, speak on, like, look, if you have the evidence, like, it's okay, like, for a little, like, discourse, but it's, like, people be speaking on the internet, like, they know every little detail that happens. <laughs> yeah. You obviously don't. And, and like, and, like, number two, it it's, like, there's, like, okay, so a lot, I'm learning that, like, a lot of celebrities, entertainers are, like, a lot more into pedophilia than I originally thought like yeah. i mean i knew it was there but like it's a lot like it's a lot more it's than bad. I thought. but then it's like but then it's like i see and this is not for me being on the defense of r kelly that nigga did that shit and he needed he needed <laughs> yeah. to stay in jail right? like Orlando but Brown. it's like <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but it's like but it's like if we if we go if we go if we're gonna like if we're gonna chastise if we're gonna chastise r kelly then like literally have the same energy for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like that, I guess that's my point. If, stop if picking you go and after one person for doing something, stop like, yeah, stop picking and choosing. If it's bad, it's, it's bad. bad yeah. No matter how much you like that person, if they do it, they do it. And yeah, I'm with you. Get the fuck out of here. I'm and people you. also like no? to ride the social activism bandwagon. Oh, too. yeah. Anything like for clout. Anything. Nigga, everyone hops on that and starts putting out these little thing pieces. And then, and, and then there's the people who do the opposite for the clout and is like, no, I'm yeah. going against that no Just matter to be what. Different. Just to be different. Mm -hmm. And, bro, I noticed like there's been this video of Delonte West going around where these, these oh, two people yeah. are talking oh, yeah. to him and they're like, interrogating him and asking him, he doesn't want to be filmed. And I'm like, y'all are doing all of this shit, tearing this man down. You know, he been through hard times just for a click, a viral video. What did that do for you? And like, that doesn't do shit for me. I was not retweeting that because I think that's gross and disgusting for a viral video. You're not making no money. You're not getting no interviews for this. You're not getting, you're not doing nothing. Your music not going. You're not getting no movies. Like that's for, it's, it's because for, for two seconds of fame. It's, it's for for them they feel like it's the closest they can get to like because you gotta understand like once you reach like the level of celebrity it's kind of like an achievement in a game where it's like damn i got it and like everyone respects that but it's nobody like, respects the viral video in, in the social media game people yeah. think oh if i get to a certain number of likes i can achieve this celebrity title it's like fuck no nigga and you're, you're chasing a fictitious idea like technically no one is a celebrity it's just someone who gets more attention than others. Yeah, true. It's like, cause, cause, like, people give them that power. Like, literally, like, literally, if we got, if we got pissed and canceled, 
or like tried to cancel people in power the way we try to cancel celebrities, maybe we'd get somewhere. And we'd, we'd have a better world. Yeah, no, for sure. 1,000%. <laughs> <laughs> if we canceled the U.S. government and people like in charge, <laughs> like we do with celebrities, huh? we might have better laws. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe we need, like France. France actually is about to cancel. Bro, that's revolution <laughs> culture, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like... France, France, they cancel. Bro, don't you dare France test always, my call, bro. <laughs> hey, Fran, France always one like France always like one step one away bad decision. back to the guillotine again. They go bro, soon, they will it. cut a bitch's head, dog. <laughs> <laughs> they oh, will shit. hang all of parliament, bro. <laughs> now this something and we and I started talking about trap lord Russ. A Ross, and let me just say this: rest in peace to Jada Youngin. I, I homie, did not need to die, and like no matter he whether did or not kind of bring it on himself, uh, and that's no matter whether or not he was in gang culture. I don't wish death upon anyone, but like Reg said, he, he did say catch him whack and leave him leaking. So I mean, hey, and when, and after watching Trap Lord Russ. These these kids are asking like they're bringing it on That's themselves. The, the streets, like they and they, and also I, I'm gonna be honest. I got a problem with the white guy from Britain making money off of yeah. breaking down <laughs> gang black culture American, in America. Black, black American like, life. <laughs> like, that's fucking nuts to me. Like he's like he's literally not in the same area, but he's like this is in a different country. Across an ocean, like, yeah, like and like he did one okay. video. He did two videos on London people, and they got mad at him, and he stopped because I watched the London ones. He like they got the comments. Was it like, does not hey, bring the views, Lyndon. It does not gather the views. <laughs> no, they told him you better be careful, bruv. Cause we gonna find you in the street. And you you, don't, you don't want to get shanked. <laughs> I said we'll put out his long sword and stab your ass. <laughs> you do not want to get hit with thy dagger. Uh, yeah, they be shaking. That's what I learned from videos. Where they be shaking. That's that's a fact. Well, yeah, because they can, they can't have guns like that's, in America. Like we they real have, like, gangsters. Machines. They are real oh, gangsters yeah. over there. When you want to kill somebody, bro, you don't want to get in front of a rude man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's ninety degrees and niggas wearing puffer jackets. I do yeah. not want to walk. No, I don't want to mess with none of them. And they wear the puffer jackets because so it could catch some of them. So they don't get stabbed. Yep, crazy. So, but yeah, I don't like that these internet guys are making money off of uh, glorifying and sensationalizing gang culture. And Trap Lord Russ can say, this isn't a glorification all he wants, but when you start dressing like the artists, you, the, the people you're talking about, wearing bandanas, and then for your ads, singing trap rap songs like the artists you're talking about, you're glorifying it, dog. You just are. Like, it is what and it then is. It's like, and then it's like also like, you. it, it feels like you're, like not to say that gang culture is good, but it's like you know, it, it feels like you're also kind of feeding into like into what the yeah, fans want because it's like you're helping the like, feds okay, get them in jail, like, and you helping them kill other people because you're collecting all the information for the other gangs to see. Because Are we just like, describing cultural appropriation? What this this guy? Well, he is doing that, but I mean, <laughs> like, but back to you, back to what you were saying, Jazz, because because you you're on to a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, 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 and like I've heard of Trap Lord Russ. Ross is it Russ? Yeah, I think it's Ross. I think it's Ross. Yeah. So I've heard, I've, I've heard of him before because I watched his videos like at a younger age about like all the, all the stuff with Vaughn and Tuka, like you know when I was like, BDs versus GDs, yeah. But like, yeah, and it's like you know. 
I don't know what literally makes somebody from overseas be like, dang, these people are killing you. He probably other. just saw the market for what? it. Yeah, he he he, he saw that he saw he saw, I mean, honestly, he, he saw academics. He saw academics yeah. when he was talking about Chief Keith and once oh, academic, and then Chief Keith pressed him. Yeah. And then and, and, and then, so he couldn't do it anymore. Yep, and he stopped. <laughs> And then niggas Another was like, "Whoa, like, academics blew up because of that." So there's a market for that. Trap Lord Russ, Trap Lord Ross does not talk about anything else besides gang yeah. culture. Like he does, he talks about other things in rap world, but like those videos get maybe like ten thousand views. But what gets a million is him breaking down YSL versus YFN mm-hmm. or GD versus BD. Oh, and and well, let me tell you, Young Thug, them niggas going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> After watching YSL versus YFN, <laughs> they're going to jail. They My are going with, to jail. With Ross, it's like I think he saw Narwar and like took that investigative journalism style, but then didn't realize that Narwar does this for comedy. And he's doing no, it's see, Narwar yeah. doesn't even talk about gang shit. I feel like yeah. he saw DJ Vlad in academics and was like, oh. I'm, I'm gonna take it to another level and just start making documentaries. Exactly, bro. Like that, I did not know King Von was that much of a murderer. I really yeah, yeah, didn't. King Von is in the streets Th- like that. That that made that blew my mind. What was that's why that's why that's why like that's why everybody was was like tweets where it was like Von is not in heaven. I did not disagree. <laughs> Me either. I was like, I, I was like, look, he made. I was like, look, he made good music. I like some of King Von's music, but <laughs> that, look, look, I'm not a super religious person, but that nigga is not. Yeah. Yeah. No, no that. way. If there's, if there is one, it's not him. <laughs> and then when you find out the reason why he died was because Quando Rondo was posting his place and he was trying to prove that he was still a tough guy I was like oh I'm gonna pull up on you Quando he was Quando was like nah nigga you're not doing that and he was like bet and he went there with the intention of either killing Quando Rondo or or, or, or hurting him so like I cannot be mad at Quando Rondo and his friend for shooting him I can't be like it's kind of just like you play stupid yourself, games yeah, you, you play win stupid, stupid prizes you win exactly stupid and that's why <laughs> it's so sad about the Jada Youngin situation because, bro, you was in the street calling out your ops. Like Reggie said, you was like, here's my location, pull up. And if you kill, if you kill someone's family members or you pay for someone's family members to get killed, what do you expect to fucking happen? Exactly. Like, I'm so happy I'm a civilian after watching that. That's yeah, crazy. I was just about to say, can we pause and just say, all of us are super civilian. <laughs> yeah. In Chicago, Atlanta, Baton Rouge, L.A., New York City. <laughs> but see, we're not talking That's about it point. negatively. Like, we, we no, understand. Well, I was about yeah, to say yeah. some negative ass shit. Oh, so, good, good thing you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say some negative ass shit. Look, I mean, with no disrespect to any of you. Be careful. No, you make yeah. amazing music. But if you didn't expect Homeboy to die, that I don't know what the fuck you thought was going to happen when you pull up to a little... I mean, no, but, like, that's that's the thing. Like, with gangs, it's either you... you When, when you are in a gang, you know you're either going to jail or you're going to die. There's, you there's die? two outcomes. Right. So I don't think that's that's a negative thing to say. That's expected. And I'm that's just coming my ass, nigga. Damn. That's why, that's why they say get out the game and do and find something else to do because if I not, it's going to catch up to you. It was supposed to be escaping the gang life, not just bringing everyone. But see, but see, that's the right. thing. It's not just the music because they're using the music to perpetrate the beefs and get back at each other. They're using the music as like, ha ha, I killed your man. 
ha ha, what you gonna do? And then the well, next then the one kills becomes should attorneys use that whenever they prosecute them? Yeah, see, that's see, that's also another thing. It makes me hard to advocate for them not for using not, not using this. I think it depends like, on I'm the not, person because, like, yeah. honestly, if it's trash, yeah, because, like, because, like, if it's young and ace, it's like, oh, he's telling he us. that shit. <laughs> and what was the person that he was beefing with, Flalo or 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 Yolo or? Hold there's on. Flaco, and then there's Carter, someone. Uh, Flalo, someone, Fulio. Fulio, that's his name, and he made the beatbox thing where it was like, knock his head off, Corbin got kidnapped, and like, bro, you made a song where you was talking about a kid who was 15 who got kidnapped, and they poured ass on his body and took all his skin off and, and made it a joke. And then you took also the Fantasia like, song. Nigga on some Breaking Bad shit. Also, like, why Why would you... Okay, first of all, why the fuck would you do that? Like, why would you... Like, like, like look. You get ass look. Like that. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, like bro. That is, I'm like, bro. <laughs> like, look, shooting and killing somebody is, like... Is one is thing. Like evil, it's right? Yeah. But, like, that surface level. pouring acid... And taking like, all his skin acid. off... Like, and, nigga... Like, that's some like cartel shit. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's, that's literally like some, some cartel shit. That's no, some Pablo. That's like that's some Joker shit. That's some super villain shit. Super, yeah. super nigga shit, though. <laughs> I'm like nobody dude, can do bro. anything like that bad. For bro, like, I was shocked. Like, <laughs> I was I was thoroughly shocked. Also, I find all of this like look at a human being and do that to that person. That's what I'm saying. That's why. That's why they different in a, and that's why they're demons, bro. It's like, bro. That's why we are civilians. Exactly, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And that's why it blows my mind. It blows my mind that CJ from New York was lying about being a blood just for clout. Again, clout is a dangerous thing. They almost killed his ass. The dangerous drug, bro. The whoopty nigga, whoopty. They almost killed his ass. Because he was oh, lying <laughs> and throwing a throwing. I'm serious. That's what that's what they said in the video. Well, <laughs> like that was got it. <laughs> your ass climbing. <laughs> they will get your ass. Which is like also like, wait, so if they if they be if they I be getting dude. people for fake, if they be getting people for fake claiming. Why is six nine out of here? Yet? I think it's because uh six C- nine is just such CJ a CJ was saying CJ was saying stuff that niggas didn't know. He was telling C like things that he overheard yeah. from his friends. Oh, in the six, six nine, and, uh, and also, and also, six nine has security on him twenty four seven, and cops watching him. Like the cops, <laughs> the cops you gotta want, understand that yeah, man is under federal protection. The cops want someone to go try to kill him, not and and not to protect him either. They want it so they could catch the niggas that's trying to and kill. They could also shoot him in the process too, maybe. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. And see, this makes me so interested because we we haven't talked about this, but going from Traveler Rust to 6ix9ine, have y'all heard about the, the white kid Mabu? Yeah, Lil Mabu from the hey Lil Mabu from yeah, the yeah, yeah. I got, I got the I got the chopper in the switch. Oh, I'm gonna play his song oh, right now. Yeah, oh, the song is hard. That's the song I was talking now, about. Now is this not six snitch. nine? Is this not six nine part two? Like, is he not gonna snitch on these on these did these brothers not learn from what six nine did with, with Lil Mabu? He was a little more lyrical than Six Nine. I mean, I'm that's that song, song goes hard. That's the I'm not saying the song don't go hard, but I'm saying how do you not know this nigga not gonna be try to be fake gangster and then get get y'all in trouble? Like, let's listen. This little Mabo Dusty Locaine. 
And just like 6 9 oh. that's on my kid. I put a chopper on a blade, put a blade on a stick. I keep my right hand spinning like my last name Smith. I, I, I don't miss, I'm making money while I pay like this. But see, that's the thing. Just like, just like with them, how they had the black guy in the back. Yeah, they, just. They, they use Lil Mabu as like the face so white kids click it, and then the yeah. black dude is in the back giving him clout. Like honestly, that's a great marketing strategy. I mean, six nine showed him, but like I'm just I'm worried about the black dudes. Like, if you're actually in the streets, this gonna get people watching you. Like you, or are you using this to get out the streets? My advice to the dude with Lil Mabu he is could just be the meal ticket. Stop doing all street shit right now. <laughs> And fucking just focus on this. Set us a marble summer, bro. Look, it's crazy. But yeah, I was I was so blown away by all that trap lord rush shit. I didn't know. I knew Chicago was bad, but I didn't realize how binging documentaries. How crazy King Von? Like nah, like really. I mean, honestly, bro. Like when I was younger, I used to like I used to dive deep into that shit. But like once like, once you find out one, it's like bro, one, what the like, fuck? Out what's going on? Yeah, and then it's like you want to go city by city, like New York. New York Honestly, didn't have yeah. shit on on Chicago, bro, Jacksonville. Picture, like New York was not do. They weren't really doing shit. They was just talking back and forth on the internet. But Chicago bro, niggas was that, talking. Atlanta niggas, bro. <laughs> nah, it's Chicago and Jack and Jackson and them Florida niggas. Them Florida yeah, niggas. Florida niggas is different. Uh, Jacksonville. Florida, you demons. That's the young Florida's age in Fulio. Them niggas is demons. Over the there. fact that like gold is in witch. Like the fact that cops are like they they purposefully don't like fuck with the Jacksonville cases because they're like. It is literally ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like how many, like how many murders the they that- have to go through. And while I am anti-cop, like I, I, I get where the cops are coming from. With that, yeah, because like they trying to protect the situation. Like they trying to protect. Like they got fam- moms and and they trying to protect like, the innocent civilians. Yeah, they got innocent people dying because of that shit. And like it's crazy because in the doc, Trap Lord Russ or Ross, Ross leaves it open that like. He posted a live of one of the niggas in Jacksonville. He was doing a live, and basically, one of the ops went in the live and was talking oh. shit. But then the real profile of the ops was like, "Hey, that's fake. That's not me." And there's rumors that that was cops faking and going in the live to get information, which is crazy. Like y'all are that. Like the amount of self self snitching yeah. they do is fucking ridiculous. I mean, look, they asked to get caught. Go. Like, just how the game go. So I'm just letting y'all know, after watching the YFN and YSL, Young Thug and those niggas are going and to jail. Gunner. <laughs> oh, no, Gunner, Gunner might not go to jail. I don't think Gunner will go to jail. But Young Thug and all them niggas who with YFN, niggas going to jail, bro. That's King Slime. Like, I'm sorry. Bro, like AK under the dress, baby. <laughs> like, bro, Ranch said it. Uh, that What song he made? Oh, you talking about... um. I know Baby Birkin from Gunner. Free Slat from... Look, all them slats, all them slimes, Slime. all the early mixtapes. Bro, that, that nigga did that. I'm just saying. like, it, like Go watch Trap Lord Ross if you don't believe us. Well, then, but this also brings up the question, what other option did he have? And, and see, that's beautiful right. because... because like, that blames if the system. The game, that like, blames the system, and that yeah. blames America for starting the drug war, doing the crack ep- epidemic. Yeah. A- as bad as all these people are, yeah. America like enabled like all of this. 
Yeah, like, how can you tell someone, like, if his literally his only option from the depression of his socioeconomic conditions is to join a gang and make it out that way? What do you want him to do? He could try to do the school route, but he, he could, could be in debt his, try, his whole also, life. You're going to be debt your entire life. And plus, not everyone is, like, smart to just be going to school like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? And, right, like, exactly. and, like, and does he have money to go to school? And yeah, like, he have money to go to school. And you're not giving him no fucking loans. And like, so, yeah, I mean, you can't get no loan if you don't have no job. How does he build? Bro, you're credit? not in Section 80 projects. You think that everyone gonna just go out there? You, you gotta have a scholarship school. if not, and, yeah. and and you gotta have a scholarship to even get the loan. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like it's it's fucked. And I blame America for enabling all that shit. Um, when when so, when, yeah, when, so when many so it goes it goes back to when America destroyed the black community in the '60s, destroyed the family, brought crack in. And started making a bunch of single parent homes and got black people addicted to welfare. And that destroyed everything like it, like welfare to me is the is the crutch that allows all that allowed all that shit to be destroyed with crack. I believe that I believe that 100 percent because they weren't working for anything. They were like, oh, we'll get this money, stack it up. Get the crack. That's what would happen. That that is legitimately what happened. Not it's fucked up that I'm saying that, and obviously not everybody was doing that. But I'm telling you about a, a certain selection of people, and I do believe welfare is necessary for for older people, for single parents, single moms, single dads, people who are are, are disabled and sick, 100. But for the people that's just out there sitting on their ass, come on now, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> so, but yeah, Reginald, great point. The United States enabled all of this, and like. We could be mad at King Von and all of them. They are yeah. demons, but who birth who made the system for them to do that? There should be better options for them instead of just having to kill each Especially other. Especially like the land of opportunity where everyone's supposed to get a fair shake. And no one gets a fair shake no unless you got money. Facts. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they definitely crazy. Uh, we gotta stop these men clout chasing. This episode is 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 stopping <laughs> stopping the clout chasing. Bro, I hate these niggas like Tate and Sheik. Who did who did Gideon debate? Oh, Andrew Tate? No, 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 not. Uh, we won't talk about Tate. But who did Gideon debate recently? He debated some light skinned nigga who is is uh he tried uh Shikio or uh oh, oh Sneeko. Sneeko. Oh, Fuck that know, nigga, yeah. bro. Fuck like he worse than Tate because Tate at least be laughing and realizes it's an act. Tate 100% acknowledges that what he is doing is to make money and it's an act. Sneeko? That dumb nigga believes all that fucking shit. Every fucking thing he says about a woman makes my skin crawl. I think, like, bro, it it, it all goes back to, like, that incel shit because, like... Super incel. Like, it's, it's, it's it's, it's when these... It's when, like, these young dudes... Fall down this, and it's like, not just white dudes because black line. dudes doing it too. Dudes That's Sneeko is a black dude. It, it's it's like it's like look, it's like look, like most of the things they say about women, like it's just like kind of like bro, like this has been used before, like multiple times. Like, it's been said for decades. Come with something new at least. Like you want to be like disrespectful, yeah, <laughs> or like they're like, oh yeah, like yeah, like this woman's gonna say like. This woman's gonna say like use you for her money or whatever, and then it's like it's like bro, like you too, like you too old to be feeding into that type of bullshit. Like, well, no, if you, it makes money for and, him. And, and the, the 
Right. <laughs> and the reason I'm worried is because like, I'm not worried for like people my age. No, I'm like, worried for the kids. Over, if you over 20 years old, yeah, because like nobody over twenty years it's old. People like, from 10, it's people from ten. It's people who are on the internet that are ten to sixteen who are like, yeah. "Damn, Tate's making this money. Let me join yeah. Hustlers University. Let me take my mom." And like, it's a multi-level marketing scheme. Dude has a Bro, pyramid scheme. Like, <laughs> like that's what I'm I all someone Tate, who falls for multiple pyramids. Tate, Tate is someone who is selling <laughs> this school. You buy the school, and and what he gives you is, oh, all right. This is how you go make the money. You go either make a TikTok, an Instagram, and you post a bunch of my videos and drive niggas to the school. And if niggas join the school, you get 50 to 60 percent of the. But you got to recruit some more people to keep pushing. Oh, it yeah. and you got you to keep. No, no, not that. Bro. You got to keep putting out his videos. So yeah. niggas keep joining the school on your link. That's why TikTok is filled with Andrew Tate content. Yeah. There's thousands and Everyone's thousands farming, of farming his like his content. Quick. Yep, exactly. Dog, which, is, which is like, which is like, that's smart. Oh yeah, like, that's smart. That's smart. smart. Andrew like, Tate, but the thing is, like, <laughs> you're pushing first of all a horrible like rhetoric among mm. like the youth population. Fact. Plus, all you're doing is teaching younger people if you're teaching at all, because I don't consider you. He teaching not anyone. teaching. He just yeah, giving them just, videos. <laughs> yeah, you just literally giving the videos we post of him like, of himself. Nah, that was crazy, nah. Because I saw the first Andrew Tate video I saw was that video of him talking to that woman. <laughs> And he was like, and he was like, yeah, like if my, he was like, yeah, like I'll, I'll let my girl do only, only fit, yep. If I have full control, money. It's like she was, she was like full people, control, and she was like, what do you mean by that? Yeah. He was like, oh well, it's our that's mine, that's my property. <laughs> yeah. and, he, and she was like, wait, what? Bro, that is like. That's some 18th century style. He basically rhetoric. said that's <laughs> a slave. Like, like yeah, what? I was like, I was like, I was like. No one says this out in my wild anymore. <laughs> I was like, bro, like honestly, like at that point when I saw Andrew Tate, I was like, why are we giving these people power? Also, he's not giving these people a platform. Sex trafficking. Yep, no, <laughs> that's another thing that like you gotta tell the the youngins out here. Wait, wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Don't wait. trust anyone who is sex trafficking in a different country. Oh yeah, he in Romania. So and, yeah, and the not... reason he said he went to Romania was because oh, you he it's can a buy the government. government yeah, you can just pay the cop to not listen. He's like, I got enough money to, to pay them to not listen. The sex trafficking thing isn't been confirmed, but Reggie, Reggie's right. He's definitely doing sub. Wait, whatever. yeah, because yeah. he he did say that. He did say that like on a stream. On he a doing something. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was like, and I was like, wait a minute, you. I was like, you wouldn't know that unless you're doing some weird. See, shit. that's what I'm saying. I don't think he said. I think he <laughs> might. I think he might just run a bunch of whores. Like he, he might just run a bunch of prostitutes. I mean, and look, sell that's them out. probably that's probably why he said that thing. Uh, and that's why and that's why he, that's probably why he said oh i'll fly when he was talking to the uh to the porn star she was like oh yeah i'll yeah. fly you out you can come live with me you just got to do work for me yeah i.e nah, that's crazy i.e that's that's yeah. friday and cat williams and he was like i'm gonna do that shit <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that shit is you, crazy. Wait, Jazz, what you were saying before Reggie brought up the that this nigga's a pimp? Uh, I forgot. It, it was it was know. a good it, point. It was about was something. I for, I forgot though, but whatever that oh, was. No, I was saying no. I was saying like I was saying like to his point about like him talking about like how you know there's like you know the people over here are a little too wealthy for you to just be paying off the cops every time. Oh yeah, because like you know. There's there's obviously like 
there's a huge gap. Like, and, and he was you like, you gotta wealthy, be billionaire, yeah. And then you have yeah. like billionaires, you know yep. what I'm saying? And the but billionaires like, over here like who Romanian. run the cops. Yeah, right. But the everyday person. So, so, yeah, but then it's like in Romania, you could like kind of just like give the cops. Well, we could pay off a cop. Hush, hush money. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. You it's speed like, wait, ten dollars, and I was like, yeah. hey, ten dollars is not. I don't think ten dollars would pay off a cop, but maybe in Romania, bro, Romanian money, you could you could pay off a cop with ten dollars, bro. Ten dollars, you could buy a house in Romania. Bro. Nah, you <laughs> tripping? You climbing? No, no, I, I, I'm 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 fucking around, but like, ten dollars is like I think forty five, fifty dollars in Romanian money. Ah, uh, okay, so maybe okay. ten dollars so pay off a cop. Well, a hundred dollars definitely paying off a cop. Hundred dollars paying off a cop, yeah. definitely. <laughs> but that's crazy how we all saw Andrew Tate and all saw the same videos. It's because of that farm system, baby. That yes, multi level multi level marketing. Like, every time I see it now, I'm just like, just please get this off. I think. And then if you look at it, if you look at it, if you look never at it the same enough, name. It's gonna keep bringing. Yeah. Yep. Nope. And and, yeah. and he doesn't have a TikTok. Funny enough, Andrew Tate does not have a TikTok. A person. No, it's just all of these like. No profile picture, yep. alpha males things. Alpha right? male like, top G, top yeah. G. I'm like, I accidentally double click because I get in like a liking frenzy, and then I see it on a cold shit. I gotta go unlike. Unlike that, yeah. And also, <laughs> like, also, like, I'm not not to play devil's advocate, but it's like, okay, like, I know women say stupid shit, men say stupid shit, but then it's like when men are consistently feeding into the narrative yeah. that women are painting, like, like not all women. Course, but like, but like the, yeah. the women who are like the all toxic women, women. Are like, okay, yeah. like, but then it's like, I understand why you think that because, because we this do that is all your yeah, you know yeah. no, one hundred percent. And what makes it worse is guys' brains work. What makes it worse is when certain women go sit down with that nigga and agree with him, or when two of them niggas link up. Like the fresh and fit niggas love Andrew. Oh, Tate. I, I, hate I hate fresh and fit. And them niggas Bro. was like, Andrew Tate, please come on my show. Please come on my, and he, they were begging. They was looking like, they was looking like straight, like they wanted to suck his dick. They were like, oh, you're so right. We've been preaching Bro, cause, this Because they months. know it's going to generate the views. Yeah, they were right. like. They Bro, were you like, can slap Andrew Tate on like any TikTok now and we'll run up the numbers. And they were like, come on, Tate. Why don't you come debate these guys with us? We want you on our side. Come to, Andrew Tate was like, nigga, you better pay me. <laughs> and the fresh and fruit was like, really? He was like, we'll talk about it. And they were like, okay, okay. And Andrew Tate was like. Them, them niggas would, would do anything to get Andrew Tate on their show. Bro, they want him as a lifetime member on Fresh and Fit, dog. They do. Because he's bro. the only fresh and fit nigga in the group. <laughs> <laughs> the autumn, and that's the thing. All them niggas be talking about women in their, like, twos. <laughs> yeah. not, to, not to judge niggas, look, but, like... Not, not to judge niggas, because... But they're like, all twos. Right. <laughs> like, bro, look. It's it's like the it's like the people who be calling like it's like the people who be calling women mid behind like a profile pic. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't have nothing. And they, they don't want like, they, they don't want to show bro. how they really look. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Them niggas be ugh. ugh bro, ugh. If, you, if you have an anime PFP, you have no Don't do that. Don't do don't do that to the anime no. community. No, don't anime do that. Dog. Wait, I I can't I can't I can't say I can't, you know what I'm saying? I'm no. not It's not it's not all anime <laughs> niggas. You know, it's not all of us. Like, um, yeah, because like, look, so like, many look. Sailor Moon edits just saying mid on every <laughs> But see, like, look, for me, for me, it's like, I know I'm not the same person I am online as I am in person. So, yeah. like, um, that, 
whatever type of personality that's I have online, it's not translated into yeah, like you know what I'm saying? This yeah. is it's just me being stupid online. Like it doesn't, like, it doesn't but, but, but see, but you like, being stupid, these, some niggas be incels. There's some yeah. you know, some you gotta understand yeah. whenever we're like joking, they are dead ass. Dead ass like, yeah. They really believe like this shit and like make it part of their personal philosophy and you're like they Yo. make it their personality trait like yeah I'm and like, then and then those are the same people who are like quality. right and then those are the same people who are like well oh like why can't i get a girl to like me or like oh yep. like none of all these girls want me for money and it's like bro it's because maybe if you stop saying dumb shit <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's like and it's like bro if you see the love is transactional she gonna see the shit is trans. Like, like what? Like most of the people. How could you want someone to love you when you can't love yourself, motherfucker? Exactly. <laughs> what like, you was about to say, Jazz? Yeah, you about to say something. Nah, nah, I was just saying, like, cause like these men are like, oh yeah, like, oh like yeah, like she just wants me, she just wants me for my money or or whatever, and it's like, yeah, because. Cause you, cause when you bring up the table conversation, you're like, <laughs> I can be the provider. If the girl, if you literally put a bone in front of a dog and expect a dog, now this is not me comparing women. No, to yeah, we, we, get, we get the scenario. Like, <laughs> pause, pause, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like, but it's like for you to expect that dog not to bite the bone is stupid. Yep, exactly. You laid it out in front of in front of it. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like, 100%. 150%. Kind of like them cloud-ass niggas, bro. We making a three-way connection. Yep, bro. all the way. <laughs> all all these fucking attention. Just fucking <laughs> one attention. You niggas need to just stop. Like, y'all are disgusting. And the final thing I got for this week, we got to do this. So have did y'all hear about Bishop Whitehead? Yeah. Did y'all did you, run them jewels, homeboy? Did you hear about Bishop Whitehead? See, no, it's worse than that, Reginald. So, Jazz, this is who Bishop Whitehead is. Bishop Whitehead is a pastor, a Brooklyn pastor, who was robbed at gunpoint of a hundred million dollars worth of jewelry mid-sermon. Oh, at I did see that. But, yeah, see but that. this I is where it gets that. dirty. The nigga is facing a lawsuit for allegedly fleecing a 56-year-old woman out of her entire life savings of $90,000. This nigga, so this is what happened. The nigga said uh, in international charges, he is accused of convincing 56-year-old Pauline Anderson to invest nearly her entire life savings into one of his firms with with uh, with the promise that he could help her buy a home despite, her bad, despite her bad credit history. Yeah, this is the pastor. Okay, yeah. Promise of that. Uh, Anderson wrote Whitehead a ninety thousand dollars cashier's check in November twenty twenty, and relied on him to give her a hundred dollar monthly allowance to pay for her living expenses. After months went by in early twenty twenty one without the monthly payments or progress on the home purchases, Whitehead allegedly told Anderson that he was treating her investment as a donation to his then campaign for Brooklyn Borough President. Jeez. He said he had no obligation to pay it back. This is why Bro, he went bust a check real quick. Oh. <laughs> Why religion? When you when you when you talk about religion with black people is you you you're wrong. You're wrong yeah, yeah, because you black wrong. people have a, a, a very, very deep set faith. 
a very deep set faith in a well, very deep, to, you know, it, it goes back to slavery and it's a very confusing relationship with religion and yeah. that's the one place where you could really hurt a black person that woman yeah. probably truly believed that pastor had her his her best intentions in, in hand and that nigga was a con artist bro how you gonna con the butterscotch lady though come on <laughs> right like and then i saw i saw him i actually i do remember seeing this i just didn't remember his name but like I I saw him like in was he in like in the uh, Rolls Rolls Royce? Oh, like, Rolls Royce! Royce. No, bro, I was like, like yes, iced out diamonds. Was, and shit. Iced out diamonds on his like, thing, like I was like, no, nah, like you deserve to get robbed, honestly. Yes, yes, and I hope he goes to jail. You are using the the Lord to scam these people, take their money, and buy jewelry, my nigga. That's see, what you're buying. But see, that, like, that nigga but, see, scene, but on a micro level. <laughs> but see the see the problem is he like he's showing all his money on the outside. The reason yeah. why these mega churches don't get caught is because they don't do keep that. It. Yeah, we don't know. Look, TDJ's Jakes got a private plane, but we'll never yeah. see him fly. Ne- we'll never, never see him fly. Bro, Osteen. they dress just like regular pastors. This nigga over here want to floss out. That's your issue. Fuck yeah, Joel Osteen yeah. probably got three Aston Martins, but we see this nigga <laughs> drive a Chevy. Like what? Uh, he pull up to he pull up the service in a Prius, nigga. Joel Osteen had Kanye West come to his church. You don't think everybody donated a hundred dollars that day? What are we fucking talking about, nigga? Yeah, Russell Wilson we... on his knees in the it's church. It's like, it's like, look, look, <laughs> to me, disgusting. to me, to me, I can't, I can't rock with like, I can't rock with scamming, especially like if it isn't religion, because a lot of people do look to religion. And for life, like that's the, yeah, you know man. That's the, that's but like, at least it's religion to guide their lives. Like that, you can't fuck around with that, bro. Right. And, it, and, and especially like with how rooted, like, you know, Black people got it bad. Christi- yeah, Christianity is like especially black people. But it's like also I'm also like on the side of like if you're gonna scam, at least be smart about it. Yeah, you know I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you. Like my, my thing you was always check, do it right, baby. If, if if I was down bad, I always said that worst case scenario, I would you start scam. a church. But see, the thing is, I would make a shit ton of money, and then once you make the money, you gotta start helping people. So you give back. You gotta do. Oh, but that's not scamming, then, nigga. That's not scamming. All that's literally being a productive member of society. But I still think I'm scamming because I'm lying about like being a pastor, nigga. You're playing long game Robin Hood, dude. You're just taking from the poor and then feeding it back to. But I'm still giving it to myself. Some of it. But look, the thing is this. That's not a high return value. See, you haven't watched The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, you got to watch another time. Yes, we're siphoning off money, but we're siphoning it off from a big enough amount where we can accumulate it. We're scamming in the sense that I'm going to take a penny, collect $2, and then give you back $1.50. Like, nigga, that's not a high return. <laughs> no, that, that pastor was co- t- collecting $2 and giving that woman back a penny. And you see, he did it wrong. See, that's what happens whenever you scam wrong. <laughs> We that's only hear da- about the scams that fuck up. Look, we don't hear about the good scams. That's a damn shame, yeah. and that nigga need to go to jail. He needs to go to jail, bro. Well, I, I can't... ask you the question. Does T.D. Jakes and Joel Osteen have to go to jail? Well, T.D. Jakes and Joel Osteen didn't take a whole person's life savings. <laughs> like... Bro, they, they take people's lives well, savings. I, mean, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> How do you know that? Bro, yeah, you're mega- right. That's fair. <laughs> you're right. I don't know that. These mega churches are essentially like investment firms, and they're technically misleading shareholders. Because if people are donating to these churches, right. they're technically shareholders. In they're not church. getting nothing back, so they're not also no shareholders. Like, also, like I feel That's like there's gifts. nobody, there's nobody in that community to like really 
check really that like, nigga. Question, like really question it because it's like I feel like if you question that they getting you gone like oh yeah they like look at you they look at you wild like they yeah they're you know like what, what are you doing you don't believe in the Lord like you you're not you're not for your God they have and such that's a what, big following and, and that's why it gets nasty because right. if you question it it's like oh well you you don't believe in Jesus yeah and that's fucking disgusting so which, like also like, just tell them bro most of the world don't even believe in Jesus which so is like all, that's not all true. <laughs> That's not wait, true. Like, there's two less... people. Only two. There's only two billion Christians, which means there are wait hold seven. On. No, there's eight or nine billion non-Christians. Count how many Muslims there are. Count how many like they don't believe, religious. They don't believe in Jesus, asshole. But I'm just saying, there's religious people. Don't say like oh, no, 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 niggas no, are. No, I was saying no. You saying you don't believe in Jesus, and so I was oh, like, okay, okay, no. Okay. I was about to say that. I was about to say there's less atheists than no, religious no, no. people. There's less atheists than religious okay for sure. That, that's 100 oh, yeah. sure. But like these very. I don't want to use this word like cultish evangelicals. <laughs> like they're scamming niggas and they just yes. use it because that's an army behind. Them. Oh, for sure. I'm with you on that. 100%. They say that church Justin Bieber goes to is a cult. The Hillsong? Bro, look, honestly, if you're in Hollywood and you go to church, you're in a cult. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tom Cruise has been giving it to yeah. the founder youth that's, since I was That's born. Scientology, <laughs> though. That's different. That's that's not even Christianity. That's a whole other subject. And I'm not touching that. Justin We're Bieber lost half about that. <laughs> I'm trying to pitch. I'm trying to pitch. Up, I'm trying to sell a movie to somebody. Well, I might have to sell to a Scientology nigga. So if they doing it, do y'all think I'm just not doing it? Now <laughs> you see, see what you're doing. You're not even backing your own moral values. What you mean? If you're I, selling, I you're selling yourself to the highest bidder again. I'm selling a movie to Warner Brothers? What are you talking about? We ain't got nobody in Warner Brothers in the Church of Scientology, so why don't you know that? Like you that? don't know that. You don't know that. Well, I'll just say fuck you, dog. If you're in the Church of Scientology. That's what I'm saying. We just gonna sell the movie. Well, honestly, Get the bag and dip. Don't fuck Scientology, dog. No one gives a fuck about that obscure-ass call. Uh, well, you. look, I'm just saying, I am not a Scientologist. You can believe what you want. I don't tell Bro, you. Bro, no one believes in the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Stop that shit, Hey, it's it's not a spaghetti monster. It is a eye. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, homeboy said it helps him fix his dyslexia. No, nigga, you just figured out the words aren't bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's it. That's it for today. All righty, Jess. Tell the people they can follow you on social media. Uh, follow me at uh Real Jazzy Boy on Twitter, Jazzy Boy on Instagram, uh Cornell D God on TikTok. Yeah. Make sure y'all go follow Jazz and check out his music. Lil Rich, tell the people they can follow you at on social media. Uh you can follow on Instagram at Reggie.rito. Just changed it so it's just my full name. Uh quote of the day, actually very pertinent to our discussion from Bruce Lee. Showing off is the fool's idea of glory. Nice. Good quote mm-hmm. of the day. Well, with that Good being point. said, I'm going to give my social media at the end of the show. With that being said, let's jump into our interview with Dan Lust from the Sport Conduct Detrimental podcast right after the song of the week. So let's get into that right now. Got a little bitchy from nowhere, uh. Pretty little thing with the long hair, uh. She with them bangs on the forehead, uh. Can't find another, she so rare, uh. She hit a leg with me. I got nobody, so baby, come visit me. In a rich pride, but baby, we got history. All of these other hoes, they don't mean shit to me. I want to be that getter for infinity. So please don't know. We had so much fun together. Let's take it slow. Please don't go breaking my heart. Take it tear us apart. Promise that I'll see your face again at class tomorrow. Yeah, I am who I am. There's no God to be a man. Try to steal the attention that I've been and that I can't keep doing this. No, but it's all I know. You say you know better. I let you take control. See, it's an affliction, but I don't care as long as anyone else listens. 
They ain't me, they swear my attention addiction So with you by my side, it's just enough to fix it The logic's twisted So when you leave and scar my back, I think I finally know I said I need it done, but I end up needing you more Man, this ain't my fault, this life is no fair I am sure you going to follow, you tell me no Got a little bitchy from nowhere, uh Pretty little thing with the long hair, uh She with them bangs on the forehead, uh. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, because this this is a two this is a two place type of conversation. So to my ESPN Lafayette listeners, welcome and good morning. And to my bros who think audience, y'all know what time it is. So we have a very special guest today. This is my guy for the ESPN audience. Y'all know who who I'm having, but for my for my bros who think audience, let me set the stage for you. This guy has been the person that me and Norman Locke, my former co-host, would call on every time we needed legal questions answered in the world of sports. And you know, right now, there's Deshaun Watson, Alvin Kamara, Vince McMahon, and I'm sure he even knows some other stuff, but we have... The man himself, the the basically the sports attorney of sports, like the guy heard on ESPN, CBS, Fox Sports. He is the host of the Conduct Detrimental podcast. My man, Dan Lutz. Dan, how you doing, brother? Lyndon, that was a Paul Heyman-esque announcement. Hey! I, 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 I appreciate it. But I, but I will say you guys call me on. Uh, you know, I've been on uh, with you and Norm for a couple of years now. Yeah. Um, but you can ask me about legal questions. And then once upon a time, you'll you'll call me up for like some Airbud legal questions. So, <laughs> that was the know, first we, time. We yeah. it. <laughs> you have a good time. Yes, sir. And it's crazy, Dan. You're right. This is probably the second year now that we've been we've been talking to each other uh, and you coming on our shows. Uh, listen, I'm always happy to do it. And, and it's funny in the world of sports law, people think of lawyers as being these, uh, you know, old crotchety guys. But, you know, there are some young lawyers out here and we do tend to have some fun in, in the world of sports. So we have our serious stories. Um, you know, obviously we're going to talk about a couple of them, but, yeah. you know, we can talk about the law in, in unique and interesting ways. So I always love coming on and break it down with you guys. And I got to give you credit for, to the bros who think audience, this man, because they, they don't know this, but if you remember the Cleveland Indians uh, baseball team, when they changed their name, Dan Lust actually broke a story that changed a bunch. Dan, would you, because my audience doesn't know, would you mind telling them what you did for the, Cle- what, what you did that was involved with the Cleveland Indians logo and, and so, uh, name? Uh, it's funny. I've actually taught uh, a full class on this, which oh my is gosh. A, 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 <laughs> hours of content, but I'll break it down as quickly as I can. When the Indians announced that they were changing their name, obviously, you know, we were excited what, what it was going to be. And they announced the Cleveland Guardians. So, I don't know. I did some uh, quick uh, internet sleuthing and I'm like, fun fact, there already is a Cleveland Guardians sports team. And uh, it was this professional roller derby team. So listen, I, I understand the basic tenets of trademark law, intellectual property. Uh, you can't copy someone else's name, yeah. especially especially if they've, you know, have, have some, uh, you know, state filings and they have a website and they have the Instagram account at Cleveland Guardians. Right. They, they existed. So I'm like, what makes more sense, right? Either they Googled or the Indians failed to Google the name or they knew about the name and they and just decided it. to commandeer it. So we started pumping that story out and I go, I'm not even sure if they checked Google at this point. And I'm not even sure which one's worse, if they just tried to steal it or they didn't Google it. So we really hit that very hard. Um, and then, uh, you know, as fate would have it, the Cleveland Guardians roller derby team actually took the bait and sued the Indians. And ended up settling with them for uh, I'm not sure how much money, but yeah, I, I don't think they released it. it. Yeah, the last we broke time that. We, talked, we broke yeah, that story. Y'all did it, man, and that was huge. I remember when it happened, and that's just the type of guy we're dealing with, bros. You think, audience? So 
glad to have him here. And the funny thing is, even though, like he said, we've been talking for now two years now, going probably going on three. Uh, I just found out he's a wrestling fan, and it's perfect because of the news that's going on. So let's talk about Vince McMahon, Dan. Did he basically explain to me what you know of it from that side? But I want to ask you, do you think, and this is a side question, do you think he's running it from his house and is quote-unquote retired? Uh, or, or do you think it's a real retirement that was predicated on the allegations and everything else that we're going to talk about right now? Yeah, a couple points here. I mean, number one, right? Who's taking over the company in his absence? It's his son-in-law and his daughter. So, yep. uh, Lyndon, to to your point, right? Uh, yes, he's retired in name, but the people running the company, it's not like it's some uh, foreign people that have no connection to McMahon. It's his family. Yeah. But he's been around for years and years and years. The only so, other person that's in there that's part of like the... Uh... The, the trust because Triple H has the Triple H has the creative and the writing. Stephanie is is a chairwoman and and co CEO and the other co CEO is Nick Khan. So that's the only person outside of family who has a real role in like high upper management. Yeah, the the short answer. I mean, yes, I, I think he's going to be uh, shadow running it, whatever we want to say. But in a, in a larger sense, and obviously I've, I've followed wrestling for a number of years. Vince, the company is Vince, right? Stephanie yeah. learned under Vince's wing, Triple H did, so on and so forth. So yeah, he's stepping back, but the company is certainly going to resemble Vince's vision because there was no WWF, WWE before, you know, uh, Vince McMahon. McMahon. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, he can say what he wants, but again, the guy's getting up there in age. Maybe it was time for him to step back in any event. So um, I, I think it I think it makes a lot of sense. We can get into the allegations and, and timing and whatnot, but uh, I, I think the company is... I don't, I don't think we're going to see some type of, uh, you know, wholesale changes because he still has people in place that are, you know, uh, related to the bloodline. No, no pun intended. <laughs> Acknowledge him. No, 100 uh, percent. But now the serious stuff, it, how, how serious is Vince's allegations? Do you see something real and tangible coming from this? OK, so uh, I know we're going to talk a little bit about Deshaun. So let's let's keep within the, the Vince realm, but I'm going to explain to you what's happening here. Right. There are a number of allegations. It's a you know, it's a handful. Right. But there are no civil lawsuits pending. There are no criminal allegations. What there does appear to be is settlement money. We can call it hush money, you can call it whatever you want. But it doesn't seem to necessarily be anything, I don't know, that's resulting in someone suing someone for something. Yeah. Right. The the you know, again, the the details that have come out, I think it's the Wall Street Journal, but doesn't appear to be anything that would rise to the level of a criminal offense. And, you know, with certain acts, obviously, between two um, consenting adults are OK. And if, um, you know, to the extent that someone accepts money in, uh, in exchange for silence and NDA, maybe the optics are really bad. Some similar stuff going on with the Washington Commanders organization of Dan Snyder. Um, and certainly uh, Deshaun Watson is, is no stranger to settling cases, as he's done uh, recently. But for Vince's purposes, right, I'm not sure we're going to see any other legal action here, right? Civil, criminal. I mean, some of these incidents uh, that the Wall Street Journal reported were from like the early 2000s, and those okay. statute of limitations would have been long gone. So, yeah, I, I actually think for Vince's purposes, I think the worst ha had passed him, right? And if he was able ah, to okay. weather that storm, I think that was it. I don't think there's anything unless there's, you know, some some more accusations. But um, yeah, so you think it was a big deal? Case. Was this a big deal because of where the money could have come from that he was paying the quote unquote NDA or hush money? Is that why it was it was such a, a giant deal? Besides the fact that it was allegations, I'm talking about from the perspective of the legal stuff. Was it because uh, 
if the money came from WWE, then you have some illegal stuff. Because like you said, this is consenting adults. This is just Wall Street Journal reporting that he paid these women in uh, hush money NDAs and, and those sorts of allegations. But do you think it's because of where the money could have come from? Um, no, I don't. I don't think the allegation was like, uh, you know, intermingling company funds. I think at the end of the day, right, it, it, if you say just Lyndon, if you say hush money and you say like a sexual act in the same sentence, yeah. and you're talking about, you know, one of the main guys for a publicly traded company. That's that maybe is enough. Right. But I'm just talking about the legal element in order for, you know, a type of sex act to rise to the level of a civil case or a criminal case like we're getting, you know, with, with people talking about with Deshaun. The, the level of consent, right? That's a, it's a big issue here. So I think even if in Vince McMahon in the, in the best world for him, these were, you know, consensual acts still, you know, the evidence that has been, you know, deduced by the Wall Street Journal is that hush money was paid to hide these, you know, uh, hide these incidents and whatnot. That's what's being reported. So I think that in and of itself, independent of intermingling company funds or anything like that, I think, you know, for a public company, that's sufficient pressure yeah, that's uh, maybe an issue. for someone to leave and impact the stock, right? So uh, that's all got to be factored in. One hundred percent. And and well, now Vinnie Mac is gone, and we shall see if there's real changes. But like we talked about, I think it's just from just from his chair. And to be honest, Dan, I didn't think Vince McMahon would have ever retired. I thought he was going to die in charge. Well, when he came out that first uh, appearance, I think it was a SmackDown. He's like, you know, it was the day after the allegations came out. He popped. He gave his promo, and he's like. You know, then now forever. I'm like, yep. I guess that's been saying he's going to be here forever. And then, you know, a couple of weeks go by and he's like, then now forever, I'm retiring. And I'm like, yeah. that, that is not what I expected when you said then now forever. But now, yeah, now, now do you, is it, it, okay, so let me ask you because, like you said, he came out and was looking like, yeah, I'm here. Like the, the SmackDown he came at was just basically, he said what he did, he threw the mic down and got out of there like, I'm Vinnie Mac. But do you think at some point, these allegations pressured this decision because of what could have come out? I mean, I don't think it's that complicated. I think at the end of the day, right, you know, you and I are old school attitude guys. If this had occurred back then, right, in that culture of the 2000s, the late 90s, I don't think Vince is leaving the company. It's just yeah. a different world. But, you know, in the, I don't know, whatever we want to call this era of, of WWE, they have, you know, they, they play to kids, right? You have John Cena doing all the Make-A-Wish. It's a PG company. Yeah, it's the post-PG right? era. That that's right. what it, that's but, what it's called essentially, because the John Cena era was the PG post post uh, original Cena with the chains and stuff. Back when when he started to be in the "You Can't See Me" loyalty, respect, and hustle. That it PG era. So we're in like the post PG era. But I mean, it still is because they're trying to keep these Snickers commercials. You know what I'm saying? And sell to kids. Right. You're absolutely right. Right. These allegations occurring in the PG era, ruthless aggression, or whatever you want to call it, they're occurring at a time when the company is supposed to be squeaky clean. So yep. you can't be pitching as a publicly traded company. Hey, we're doing all these make a wish, you know, visits with with sick kids. And, you know, we're, we're you know, pitching out, you know, toys and whatnot. And then your CEO was hush money. Right. Uh, and allegedly millions of dollars to make these kind of you know, sex acts hidden from the public realm. So I think just the optics and the timing, right? 20 years ago, I think it's a different story. Not to say that's good. It just obviously the culture of 2022 is very different very than it different. was when yeah. Stone Cold and The Rock and, and all those guys were reigning supreme. 100%. Now let's get to Deshaun because it, it, this is snowballed into something that is crazy, Dan. So basically what, what I want you to, because I'm I'm kind of confused at where we are, all I know is right now that if he gets suspended for a year, he's saying he's him and the Players Association are going to sue the league. They're going to take it. They're saying they're going to take it to federal court. I mean, so I guess here's where we are. It's um, 
you know, it's been a long and drawn out process. I keep getting the calls from people and, and different shows like, when is there going to be a decision? I'm like, well, here's the thing. Under the NFL's personal conduct policy in this uh, fancy way of saying that the agreement between the Players uh, Association, the union, and, and then the league, this Judge Sue Robinson, this impartial arbitrator that's been assigned to hear this disciplinary hearing, there is no deadline for which she has to render a decision. There was our, uh, oral arguments heard on this case over the course of three days. I think it was almost uh, two weeks ago, maybe a little bit more than that. And there's nothing in the, the you know the NFL's rules that says she has to come to a decision with, within a week or two weeks or three weeks. And that's pretty par for the course when you come to a, a judge. You know, I can argue a case and you know be ready to go, and I don't hear a decision for like six months. Now, I don't think it's going to take that long, but that's that's where we're at. So. Watson is giving some type of veiled threats. Hey, if I'm suspended for a year, I'm going to take this to federal court and I'm going to, you know, the implication is he's not saying it, but if it goes to federal court, our arguments and why we think we're entitled to less of a suspension, we're going to make public. And why is that a concern for the NFL? There are, you know, we don't know what's going on at these hearings. They're all private. This part is if it goes to federal court, which is what Watson is threatening, these become public. We get to see the public submissions. And there has been rumors and, and whatnot that Watson is arguing that certain bad acts by certain owners, right, be it Jerry Jones um, or, or Robert Kraft, uh, that owners have done bad things, right, and they have not been punished for it. So if the owners are held to the same personal conduct policy and the same prohibitions that, that players are, and Bob Kraft is not punished for whatever he allegedly did at a uh, massage parlor, why is Deshaun Watson being punished for a year for conduct that he allegedly did during the course of a massage? Now, obviously different, you know, um, with the amount of uh, women involved, but that's maybe our closest comparison in sports. And as last I checked, Bob Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, got zero games, right? I don't think he had any punishment at all. So that's the stuff that I think Watson is threatening to come public with. So see if it influences the judge here, but it's it's a big threat. It's, I think, a big yeah. thing we're giving you credit for. That, that really does sound like a big threat. So basically, right now, we're at an impasse, essentially, of waiting to see who moves first. Yeah, I mean, the truth is Judge Robinson's going to make the call here, right? So I get a little bit of the NFL's policy. Judge Robinson's going to make a decision. She's heard the argument. She's got written submissions from both sides. She's going to make a decision. Now, the way the NFL's policy works, which I don't really agree with, I'm just here to tell you what it is. Once that decision is rendered, either side can appeal, right? That appeal doesn't go to federal court. That first appeal goes to Roger Goodell. Uh, and you know, without getting into all the specifics, Roger Goodell basically has the power to reinstitute whatever he wants. So yeah. it's almost as if what Judge Robinson is doing right now doesn't really matter because Goodell is the last line of defense. And then if someone disagrees with Goodell, um, you know, then it would go up to, to the federal court. But Goodell could seemingly, you know, let's say uh, Judge Robinson says, you know what, we're suspending Watson. For, I've decided I only want to suspend Deshaun Watson for two games. Roger Goodell actually has the power under under what's been bestowed to him between the union and the league to just reinstitute a year just because he feels like it. So yeah, it's, it's setting the battle here. So the real battle is actually the Goodell battle. This this one is the first the first step here. OK, now in terms of him legally, it, he, he's still facing these civil suits, correct? He has now uh, settled a bunch of them. He's actually down to four civil okay. cases. So he's got got rid of most of them. But there appears to be four that didn't want to settle at the end of last year. And the same four don't want to settle now. So uh, those those four individuals have trial dates set. I think it's in April of 2023. So they want to hang around, whether it's to try to get more money or just to tell their story in court and get but, the truth uh, out. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not they're not going away so easily.
So for the most part, would you say that Deshaun Watson is pretty much, I don't want to say out of the woodwork, but you you get what I'm saying? Like uh, last year when we were discussing, he was facing criminal charges. We're at a different, completely different point in, in the stage of everything with him not being able to try in a criminal thing. So now that it's all civil, would you say that he, not in the clear, but out of harm's way for the most part? Yes and no. I think he's in a better spot than he was when, when we spoke last year with looming criminal charges. And then you can believe it. I mean, it's like almost an eternity. But like we there was conversation that if he got hit charged with a felony, which was on the table at, at these grand juries, he could have been released. So he goes from potentially being released and having no value to fetching three first round picks and somehow getting a two hundred thirty million dollar guaranteed contract. So, yes, Watson's certainly better off now. But in terms of moving forward, I'll give you one little tidbit that I don't really think is being picked up that much um, in the process of all of this. Actually, the Houston Texans were brought into these lawsuits. They alleged uh, certain of these um, accusers alleged that the Texans knew about what was going on and actually facilitated Watson's efforts instead of you know trying to stop him as an employee of the team. They alleged that he, they had the Texans owed Watson and, and the general public a duty to not let him you know uh, do whatever he was doing out you know uh, in the public and reaching out to people on on social media. So the Texans, right, um, Lyndon, if you can follow me for a second, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Were, 25 lawsuits filed against Deshaun Watson. There's only four left, right? All the other ones are gone for various reasons. The Houston Texans settled, according to the reports, with 30 different women. So that tells me, just doing some Venn diagram math here, there are as many as five additional women that could potentially file new suits against Deshaun Watson. And then beyond that, right, the report that came out from the New York Times was that Deshaun Watson received 66 massages from different women over a 17 month period. So I'm, I'm talking about 30. If we're doing our little Venn diagram of math here, that leaves I don't know, 36 more yeah, women 36. that could potentially bring charges here or speak to the NFL. So yes, Watson is in a better spot, but he's not gonna be in the clear because that math is not accounted for, right? There's yeah. still a number of women out there. And, and I don't think Watson can tell you how many women he received massages from, mind you, Lyndon, during COVID, right, when people weren't supposed to be interacting with other people, Watson was out here 66 massages in a 17-month period. Not not necessarily that normal for a professional athlete, let alone, you know, during what was going on COVID, with the NFL yeah. COVID protocol. 100% yee. So, yeah, he's still not in the clear listeners. There's still a long way to go. Now, let me ask you this. In your opinion, if you had to predict or prognosticate, how many games do you think he will be suspended? So I put the over under in my head at 10 and a half. I, I think I think Sue Robinson's going to come back with a number. This is this is me. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I get the indication a number between six and 10 is going to happen. And then it's really this question as to whether Roger Goodell wants to up that number. He's never going to lower it. I just I wouldn't see that happening. But that's the real question. I think she's going to give Watson a, a sufficient um you know, I think he's, he's going to get obviously. Well, again, I'm happy I'm wrong. I'm wrong. But I, I think he's going to get in that sweet spot between, you know, four and 10 games. That's that's what I'm looking at. And then all eyes turn to Goodell, whether he wants to up that. So the question is, right, what Sue Robinson gives and then what Goodell does after that. You know, you had to kind of factor in both simultaneously. 100%. And that's our update on Deshaun Watson, ESPN Life. He had the best ticket in sports. Now, let me ask you this, because we're, as you know, Saints country, Louisiana, the biggest, the other biggest name besides those two is Alvin Kamara. And I believe the hearing starts again on August 1st. So Monday after this weekend or, or Tuesday, whatever day August 1st is, what do you expect to happen transpire with that case? 
Yeah. Robert Camaro's gotten pretty lucky. I mean, this is a pretty busy offseason. Otherwise, this would be front page news everywhere. So lucky in the sense that there's other things to kind of um, focus on. Yeah. Yeah, it's the truth. But, you know, Camaro's in a tough spot. Um, And I I remember when the news came out, I I think in, in hindsight, right? He spoke with police without his lawyer present. That's never something you want to do. Yeah. Imagine a guy like Kamara has got uh, no shortage of, of legal help to the extent that he needs it. Um, and Alvin, if you're listening, cert- certainly I, I know a couple <laughs> people that can help you next time if you don't know the right people. 100%. Uh, yeah, it's tough. I mean, uh, it's a combination of uh, verbal admissions and, and surveillance footage. It's not a situation that we're talking about with Deshaun Watson where things were not recorded on video. So at a certain point, it's he said, she said. With respect to Kamara, right, it's what Alvin Kamara said and what's depicted on the video. On the so, film, yeah. Those, that's hard, concrete, tangible evidence. So, you know, I, I feel much more confident predicting some some form of a suspension for Kamara, unfortunately, than I would with Watson. Watson, just the, the numbers are unprecedented. But with someone like Kamara, obviously a high profile guy, you know, at a, you know, with the, I think it was right around the Pro Bowl, maybe the day. Yeah, the well, day in, in Vegas. Now, let me ask you, does it matter the fact that the person who was, uh, involved in the altercation was issuing and verbally saying racist uh, remarks and derogatory comments to him. Does that affect anything? I mean, I think it makes it more understandable, but then you go back in our, you know, just some of our sports vernacular, at least the way my brain works, right? Ron Artest uh, back in the day of Mouse at the Palace got hit in the head with a drink. So yeah. is he entitled to do something to, to you know, as Fair. payback? Sure, but you still can't, you know, you still, can't, do, yeah, you still, no, you still can't go that far. So, yes, may, maybe. And I, I just, you know, as from the legal side, usually you're allowed to, you know, defend yourself to a certain extent. But, uh, but if that was Pat. Calls, yeah, for sure. If someone calls your words. You can't go out and, and use physical violence. Right. Um, that's just generally how it works. So you can only really respond with the same amount of force that's applied to you. And then and obviously certain states are different. If someone's uh, robbing you or someone's in your home. Um, but this wasn't that. This was a situation where, you know, if anything, right, Kamara and his crew outnumbered, outnumbered that the guy. guy. So yeah. hard, hard to really push the self-defense narrative. Now, with that being said, where do you think, if you had to predict his suspension, where do you think those numbers lie? It's tough. Um, you know, these aren't usually, you know, we're talking about Watson, that there's potential one-year suspension on the table. I do not get that read at all from the Kamara situation. Um, not to say that one is less serious or more serious than another. I just... I'm not hearing anything like that. So if if there was a suspension that was anywhere between two and six games, it wouldn't shock me. But, you know, um, we'll see. Uh, again, admissions and the surveillance are, are not going to be his, you know, uh, not going to do him any favors in any, in any sense. No, 100 percent. And that's something that as a Saints fan, we're on pins and needles waiting for. And that's something that we're just going to have to wait. I'm assuming the suspension won't come down to whatever the legal uh, court decides. Um, you know, you never know. I mean, I, I think the NFL probably has enough if they wanted to issue suspension now with Watson. Um, they were still trying to speak with the women. There were so many different women, you know, with Kamara, right? The incident has happened. I don't think we're going to learn anything new in the next couple of months. So I'm not sure what the NFL is necessarily waiting for, but usually they issue these suspension or they announce the suspensions within this period of time before the season starts. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, we'll obviously know in the next couple of weeks. One hundred percent. Well, damn, my man. Thank you. Those are all my legal sports questions. Let me ask you this, though, because I know you're a wrestling guy. SummerSlam is this upcoming weekend. Do you, who do you think is going to win? Do you think Brock wins? Do you think Roman wins? And, and, and who are you hoping wins? You got to keep the strap on Roman. I mean, yeah, you listen, got to. You got you to keep the strap. It's not. Listen, there's going to be someone to make by beating uh, Roman. 
Brock doesn't need it. So I'll, I'll, I'll pick Roman here. I agree 100%. Now, do you think Austin Theory's cashing in his money in the bank to try to take Roman's strap? I really don't like Austin Theory. And it's like me neither. That like X Pac, he, you know, just he's just uh, maybe that's the, maybe that's the goal. Um, I, I, I just not necessarily a fan. So we'll see. I, I it wouldn't shock me at this point. I mean, they threw him into uh, the Money in the Bank match. They did shenanigans. He's he's kind of got the rocket on him for better or worse. One hundred percent. Thank you so much, Dan. I always love talking to you. Tell the people where they can follow you at on social media and get your podcast. Uh, I am on social media at Sports Law Lust, and our podcast is called Conduct Detrimental. We cover all things at the intersection of sports and law. Very busy week in college sports this week with unionization, with some NILs, with the new transfer rules. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, always uh, always fun in the world of sports. So always happy to break it down, Lyndon. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to come on anytime you need me. 100%. Y'all make sure y'all go follow him. And college football fans, make sure you go listen to Conjure Detrimental because he's breaking all that stuff down that he said. For the ESPN ESPN Lafayette audience, we're going to take a break. And for the Bros Who Think podcast audience, we're going to finish up the show right now. Thank you, Dan, man. Enjoy the rest of your day, my brother. My pleasure. Shout out to my guy, Dan, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. That's my guy, Dan Lust. Make sure you check it out. Check him out uh, in his podcast, Conduct Detrimental. Just want to give you all a little sports flavor because we will be having some more sports flavor as the sports seasons uh, commence. But the Deshaun Watson thing with everything that went on and Vince McMahon, Alvin Kamara, I felt it was necessary to give you all a little interview this week. And my apologies for y'all getting this late. So if you're listening to this, you'll get two podcasts this week. You're going to get two. So you're getting this one and another one later this week. So don't worry about that in terms of the Bros. You Think podcast. That was my fault why uh, some of the pods last week didn't drop. But we're here, baby. We're working. Um, by the time you guys hear this, latest Bros. Who Binge will be out. You'll probably get another one of those as well. Uh, imitation game the run it back is out we reviewed the benedict cumberbatch movie check that out um also me and little reg's review of nope is in bros who binge along with me and schubert's review of the gray man so check that out uh manga melee is dropping later this week and i promise i promise anime talk is finally dropping this week me and chrissa are getting back to the grindstone so be sure to check that out and yeah one piece review as well so Look, working, we're back in it. Make sure uh, you subscribe along. And thank you for all the hiccups. Uh, basically, my computer was being malfunctioning last week. Got everything taken care of, and we're good to go now. So thank you for your patience. Thank you for your continued support. We appreciate it. Make sure you join the Discord if you want to join the conversation outside of the pods and join the family. And, uh, yeah, thank you for everybody for uh, listening and following along. Uh, follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. You can follow me at LimbyWT. Follow me on TikTok, Lyndon James Burton. But other than that, that's it. I'll talk to you, I guess, later this week. Yeah, later this week. So until then, have a good one and peace.